beloveds. Welcome to episode 17 of the Return to Joy podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Michelle Leonard. And in this episode, I'm going over five things about me. So time flies incredibly fast. And somehow we are already at episode 17 of the Return to Joy podcast. I'm amazed. I remember when I was first gearing up to start this and all the nerves and questions and wrestles with even just starting it to now being on episode 17 is pretty crazy and I'm and I'm very thankful for the journey and I'm and I'm very thankful that you have journeyed along with me in this so far so thank you so much for that I feel like this is a great time to pause and you know finally tell on the podcast itself a little bit more about myself um, of course you can find more information about me on the newly created returning to joy.com website But even so, I wanted to tell a little bit about myself here on the podcast, too. So let's get started. We're going to call this five things about Gabrielle. Okay, so some serious and deep and some just lighthearted and fun. First one, I adore food. You can ask anyone who knows me well, probably even those who know me kind of well, and they will say she loves food. I am originally from New Orleans, so I am in the heart of where the best food in the world is created. I deeply and firmly believe that. I mean, anytime you can you can eat good for like seven fifty, that's that's a goal. That's you know, that's that's a dream. And I have I lived that dream living in New Orleans. Obviously, being able to eat out incredible food, but also having people who cooked incredible food within the family was a blessing. Um, if you want to like love me well if you if someone wants to like show they love me buying me food or cooking me food is a great way to do that I even just remember um being I have a special memory with my mom I wonder if she remembers it but uh, I don't know how old I was I was I was pretty young and I remember I was like in the car kind of upset and I'm not sure if it was something between her and I or not but I just remember she pulls into a McDonald's parking lot so FYI, this had to be a minute ago because I don't know when the last time I've had McDonald's. Um, but she pulls into a McDonald's parking lot and comes back to the car with fries and ice cream. And that used to be my jam. Like, give me a small McDonald's fry and their ice cream cone. And I was good. And I was just good. And I just remember eating that. And I don't even know what I don't even know what the issue was. Like, clearly, I just remember being very happy in that day on that moment. So I adore food. Food makes me happy. Um, That is number one thing about me. Um, Let's see. Number two thing. Uh, Maybe we'll make it a little bit more sensitive. So, okay. Ah, speaking of sensitive, number two thing. I am, I would call myself a pretty sensitive person. Um, And man, that used to be a place of pain and hurt. Um, Being called sensitive, Um, I, that's, I mean, that'll be a whole, maybe that'll be a whole episode at some point in time, but I really, um, grew to disdain that just grew to hate that about myself. I, there was a lot of self-judgment and hatred that I carried there about this sensitivity. And, um, I think then there was ways in which like sometimes people like friends and family didn't necessarily know like how to respond to that. And so I grew to hate it in myself and that actually wasn't, um, what was helpful to me in helping me grow in and learning how to work through deep emotions, things that I would feel very deeply. Um, me hating that element or that trait in me didn't actually help me to mature. And it, it only 
caused me to function in greater chaos, right? And so um, I remember I had a mentor maybe two years ago, incredible woman who was a fellow, fellow sensitive person and she was in her 40s. And I remember she was the first person that told me, she was like, Gabrielle, like, um, as long as you hate this about yourself, you will have no control over it. I think she referenced that verse, um, talking about like casting your pearls before swine kind of a thing. And she said, like, if you don't see this as like a beautiful thing, this you being sensitive, then you're going to give that away. You're going to expose that to everyone. But um, if you see this as something that is beautiful and is precious and valuable, then you're you're not you're going to be more careful in the way in which you expose that in the world. And so I just thought that that was like just so helpful. And so that's uh, number two. I am a sensitive person and very proud of it, and I'm using that in a way that really is is a blessing to others. Um, so yeah, let's see. Number three, I have nat I rock natural hair. I am a black girl, and I love rocking my natural hair. Um, I put that on here because honestly, I would list having natural hair is one of or going natural is one of the man maybe like top three top five like best decisions I've ever made I might to some that might sound extreme but I mean that it's some it's somewhere up there real high um because there's something about just this process and journey that you know we we as women know this there's something about like allowing like change to happen on the outside or bring or uh, you know doing changes on the outside of you for me this was more so allowing like like who I am to show up more and it just felt prophetic honestly um I think my me no longer having chemicals on my hair and actually just like rocking my hair natural no shade to anyone that does put chemicals on their hair I loved that process I love that time in my life but um yeah just having my hair natural um just feels like a little bit more of this this, it feels like an outward exposure of something that's happening on the inside of me. And that's just this journey of really tapping into and loving like, okay, like how have you created me, God? Like who is Gabrielle? And I want to get back to that original person that you've created. Like I want to be transformed from the inside out. And, and part of that I really truly believe is less about trying to achieve something outwardly, trying to become something outwardly. And it's actually more so about this restorative process of going, of, of allowing him to reveal who he created for the before the beginning of time, who he knew in my mother's womb. And so, um, yeah, the natural hair thing is like this lighter hearted, less deep and spiritual um, outer thing going on that is uh, reflective of something I think that is happening on the inside of me as well too. So that is point number three. Um, let's see what we're going to do for number four. Um, hmm. Okay. Also like where I live and this will kind of, maybe I'll cheat a little bit and this will have, um, I guess like some extra information on there. So I live in San Antonio. Um, I moved to San Antonio, gosh, I guess maybe five years ago. Um, I graduated from Baylor university in 2014. Um, so man, it's been a long time. It's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, but I'm originally from New Orleans. Like I mentioned, um, Hurricane Katrina relocated us to Dallas. I would probably have never went to Baylor if that wasn't the case, but we relocated to Dallas, lost everything in Hurricane Katrina. Um, and yeah, everything. And then, um, 
lived in Dallas for a couple years with my aunt. Um, it was about 20 of us in my aunt's home in Dallas. And I mean, she had a nice home, but she didn't have no mansion. So it was 20 of us, um, 20 of my family, 20 member, 20 of some of my family members from New Orleans um, that stayed with my aunt. She's a precious soul. She had a nice house, but not, I mean, not can fit 20 extra people type nice house. And so we were like that for maybe uh, a little over a year, um, bounced around and maybe in many different ways, like just with financial struggles after that. But, um, ultimately eventually went to Baylor university. That's a whole God story. Um, that was not because any of my family members were doing well in the sense of financially. My dad, um, was not really, I guess, um, actively supporting in that time. And, um, and at the time he was working as, as a janitor anyway. And so, um, probably wasn't going to be able to contribute very much, even if he wanted to. And then my mom, um, was still struggling to find consistent job. I mean, even just since Hurricane Katrina, she was taking a lot of part-time work. And then that just kind of just messed things up where it was just, it was just a struggle finding consistent long-time employment for her. And so, most of my time in in college, my mom wasn't working and my dad was a janitor. So um, Baylor is a God story for me. Um, there's a whole, I mean, there's just a whole ordeal to even just how I got there. Um, the faith journey took to get there. And even the Lord's promise of like, Gabrielle, I want you to trust me in this. I mean, while I was going to school at Baylor, I kid you not, there were many occasions in which I would need $1,000, $5,000 by the end of the month, you know, to be able to stay there. And time after time after time, um, like the money would just come in. And um, I'm pretty sure that could be like a really cool podcast episode. So if that's something you want to hear more about, you know, I uh, have the website now. And so please give your feedback and, and let me know where you want me to take this. Um Let's see. So that's number four. And number four, I know I cheated a little bit. It's got like an overarching chunk of many different information about me in there. But yeah, I live in San Antonio. And even there's more to that, even how I left Waco and um, came to San Antonio. But all of it was a faith journey. I have a little bit of that faith journey, actually, in a new blog post that I created called The Risk of Exploration on the website. And so if you're interested in hearing a little bit more about that story, you can um, go there and and read about it. But so number five, um, number five, I'm just going to call it blanketed returning to joy. Um, Why this podcast? Um, Why is the reason why I started it? I still need to create some form of a trailer for this podcast in the first place. But um, return to joy, man. Wow. Um, My story, uh, I just feel like I have this rich history with Jesus. Um, I have a rich rich history with him. I, um, I, I, like he is, wow, I could cry on asking, on answering this question of why returning to joy. Um, yeah, like I, I have come from some deep brokenness from the inside. Like just, uh, there has been some deep, uh, hurt and pain that I have walked with. Uh, and, um, for far, I had walked with for far too long. Um, I, I was in a, I was in, I was around church people. I was in you know, I was, I knew about, about God. I, I never doubted that he existed or was real. Um, but he was not personal to me. 
I didn't know how he could be personal. I didn't know how to make him too. Like it was just, but I didn't, I didn't disbelieve that he was real. Like I knew that God was real, but I didn't know how he could, if he actually cared and if he actually saw me and if the fact of his presence actually made any difference at all, because God was real, but yet we were still like, there were just so many different issues and things that were happening within the side inside of me and within my home and within life. And I just, I just didn't know like what that would look like. And so, um, I mean, I struggled with depression, thoughts of suicide as early as the third grade, like isolation was my go-to game plan. Like I will remove myself from the world like that. That is what that looked like. And what was my response to hurt and pain? Um, the way I coped was unsustainable um, for life. And I basically, I experienced the Lord as being the God who sees and being the one who actually was desirous to give me life, the life that I feel like I didn't deserve or couldn't have or couldn't live. Um, He was actually now breathing within the inside of me, um, breathing inside of me. Um, So I just, in my 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 high school year of uh, my senior my high school year my senior year of high school I just had a pretty significant um, encounter with with experience with Jesus where I just like where my mom shared a word with with me and um, something about it I mean it was a, it was something about it just really hit and stuck um, and I closed my door to my bedroom and I locked it and I didn't leave that room all day long because I was like all right God fine you know, you said in your word, Jeremiah 29, you know, 11 through 14, everybody quotes it. You know, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, you know, plans to prosper you and to give you a future and hope those all those good things. Um, A lot of sometimes people don't, you know, remember as much the verses after that, where it says, and you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart, I will be found by you. And that part of that verse right there just struck me when my mother gave that to me one morning. And I was just like, fine, Lord, locked my door, closed it shut, sat on my bed and was like, I'm not leaving this place then until I find you like, all right, you said, take you at your word, test you got kind of a thing like fine. I was desperate. I was desperate for him to show up. I was so broken. And I kid you not from that moment onward, that was 10 over 10 years ago. Um, from that moment onward, he has always been there in my, and, and not necessarily, not even just in my moments of deepest need and deepest pain, but he has been there day after day walking with me. I have flourished from living from intimacy with the father. I have flourished not because of life being great and awesome or there not being issues, but I have flourished because of his responsiveness. I have flourished because we have the ability to tap into the heart of God, to hear the heart of God, to hear his thoughts towards us. And that there gives us life. It shows us how to move forward, how to um, how to live. I really, truly believe that we need him to live. We need him to live. And so returning to joy is just me beginning to um, outwardly vocalize um, what I've been learning in this, in my history, like what I've learned and what I'm learning um, in my history, in my present um, with the Lord. And and I know it will be the same for in the future. But so, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um Again, mentioned uh, there's a new returning to joy um, dot com 
website and I'm posting a couple blog posts on there. I don't know how consistent those will be. Those I'm not making any promises there. Um, it's just an, another way people can kind of read things if they're not um, so much apt to like listening to a podcast. Um, I do appreciate if you'd share this with a friend. Um, yeah, that would be that'd be incredible because um, I do believe that there's like something that that the Lord's given me to share. And if you're being blessed by it, like definitely let someone else know about it as well too. Um, but yeah, that's all for today or this week's episode. Thank you again so much for joining me. You have a great rest of your week on whatever day that you're reading, that you're listening to this. Have a, the next seven days be a blessing to you. In Jesus name, I pray that. All righty, bye-bye. <music>